Hey, 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 welcome in. You are listening to the Ignite With Me podcast with your host, Devin Bassett. This podcast is meant to share the exact system I use to create the Ignite It All lifestyle. I will be covering all topics, health, relationships, business, and purpose. Sit down, get comfortable, and ignite with me. Hey, 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 welcome back into the Ignite With Me podcast. Today, I have a special guest, Dr. Al. He is a doctor of chiropractic, and he is a lifestyle health coach. I will let him go ahead and introduce himself. Awesome. What he's all about. Welcome in. Great. Thank you, Devin. Appreciate it. Of course. Tell us a little about you. (laughs) Okay. We'll start. This is always the worst part, like (laughs) talking about myself, like, oh, (laughs) (laughs) I guess like starting off, I always like to say I'm a child of God. Lead off with that. Um, I'm a father of a 10-year-old son. Uh, like you said, I'm a doctor at chiropractic. Um, it's kind of hard to believe, but I've been doing this for like 15 years. And I've accumulated over 25,000 patient hours and like over 100,000 visits. Um, and so I'm currently contracted. So I'm doing like part-time at a uh, awesome chiropractic clinic in Chandler, Arizona. But yeah, it's like thinking about those numbers, I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> Where the heck does the time go? All right. But it also makes you realize like how committed you are. You know what I mean? Which is awesome. Right. Yeah. And so, yeah, like it kind of helps like, oh, wow. Like that's kind of, kind of impressive, I guess, maybe. Definitely. uh, (laughs) (laughs) And so I've been doing like self-help type, you know, curating and reading and all that stuff for, you know, well over 15 years. And so um, I'm a health and performance coach, and I also do a bunch of odd stuff like obstacle course racing over the past couple of years. Um, I've been fortunate to qualify for the world championships in the OCR. Um, I'm in a heavy metal band that's kind of random. Look at um, you. You're so like, yeah, I'm like all over the place. Small trade. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, I've been, you know, pretty lucky. I've, I've worked with like pro athletes and. Uh, Olympic gold medalists and World Series winners and Ironman race winners and, you know, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and, you know, just thousands of amazing people, you know, definitely in ways that like other people couldn't see. And I'm expanding to online coaching and group coaching. And, you know, my goal is to be in a constant, you know, state of self-improvement. And I want to help anyone who wants to join me, you know, and so how I got into this, I kind of like quick my backstory. Um, pretty much like my whole family went to chiropractor, my mom, stepmom, my dad, grandpa, even my grandpa. And when it became time for me to decide what I wanted to do, I was kind of leaning towards physical therapy because that's where I went, you know, like playing sports and stuff. Right. And so I finally like worked for a chiropractor and you know, I loved it. I, I just love, you know, seeing patients and, and treating them and, you know, you see them and they walk in and they're just like, not to say they're grumpy, but you know, like when you're in pain for a long time, you just get like totally. ornery, you know? Yeah. And then to see them kind of transform over a couple of weeks and then they're like, like smiling and laughing and joking and, and, and with you, like, I just thought that was so, and at the time I was just an assistant. So I thought, you know, it'd be really cool being the actual doctor. And so, you know, I went out, you know, went to chiropractic school, did all that stuff. Um, Went back home to Minnesota, too cold. So I immediately moved to Arizona and 
kind of met up with a, a group of young chiropractors at that point. And this is kind of when I noticed like my mindset was a little bit different than, than most of them um, because with them, like chiropractic was how they identified themselves. Like they were a chiropractor and that's who they were. Right. And to me, and I can think of, you know, one other person in the group, that's kind of more what we did, you right. know? And that was like, you right. Yeah. Like that was a big difference in the mindset and, you know, not to say like one's correct or oh. you know, one's better, but like I wasn't, you know, just fired up, you know, I love chiropractic. It's amazing. Um, but honestly, like in the back of my head, kind of what we talked about before, I always kind of envisioned like doing chiropractic two days a week and then just doing something else that I loved. You know, I didn't know what, but that's just kind of like what, how I envisioned. Right. You did, so you're saying like you didn't want that to be your identity, right? Right. Being a chiropractor and look at you now, that is like, that is what you manifested. Right. Yeah, I'm like this heavy metal star and uh no I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so yeah, it's like all these different things. And you know, I think the turning point um was in 2009 when I had a couple changes occur. And uh, I'm not sure if you have any children, but that's when I had my son. And he was born, and then that's when I started um uh, like performance coaching. Okay. And what, so what started that? You know, I don't know. I think it was just like deep down, I, I, you know, chiropractic is really cool because you can help people on a physical level, you know, and you can see them, um, let's say I've got like a baseball player and they want to get to a different level and they want to get to the pros, you know, whatever. Um, like it's cool to like be able to help them get the neurology right. And so they can like throw a little bit faster or whatever, you know. Like that, it's cool, but with the coaching, it's almost like a different level. Totally. Like you, you see people transform at a totally different level. And I loved it because like, that's what I strive for personally. Right. Like I'm always, you know, trying to figure out how can I do this better? How can I improve? And, you know, like I was saying, you know, that's kind of like my thing. Like that's what I really enjoy. And so when people would, you would just kind of attract different people and then they'd want to do that as well. Like it was so much fun helping them do that. And so I think that's just kind of what stemmed everything. That is so you know? funny because I used to be a personal trainer for about three years and I loved the process and I loved being able to help people transform, but it was on a physical level and it was these people would get to a certain point and it wasn't me as the coach. It was their mindset, right? Right. It was, I was more of a mindset coach than I was a, you know, a personal <laughs> trainer. And the more I started to realize that I started backing off because I was like, I can only transform these people to their limiting beliefs. Right. And so I think you kind of may have dealt with that too, in a certain way, because you were transforming their body, but what actually makes a difference is your mind over anything. Right. 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 So yeah. That was like the cool thing is, uh, cause I'm sure you were with someone like couple, you know, maybe a couple times a week for an hour or whatever for months. Yeah. So you really get to know someone. Totally. And that's how I was with chiropractic because it, you know, it was very, um, you know, physical. So, they, you know, they were doing exercises and all this stuff and I'm just kind of with them monitoring them. So 
you know, I would see someone for months, you know, a couple times a week for, you know, half hour to an hour. So it's almost like you turn into a, you know, I'm not a chiropractor. I'm like a psychologist or something. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, totally. It, it just totally like the relationship is, you know, they'll tell you everything. And I think that was good because I've started learning patterns. Like, you know, I've, I've treated people who are literally like the number one person in whatever their thing is. Right. Like the top. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and so I've also worked with people who, you know, weren't really doing much, Right. you know? And so you get to see the difference. Obviously I see, you know, the, the differences between the two. Um, but yeah, like getting back to the chiropractic stuff, like, so, and I was telling you the coaching stuff started overtaking my chiropractic business. Right. And like I said, like I started flipping out cause I was like, I'm a chiropractor. Like, this is weird. Like, you know, one, what are my buddies going to say who are chiropractors? And you know, it's funny how that plays into your decision-making and all that stuff. Yeah. Cause I was like, God, what would they say? Like, you know, cause they have no idea, you know, even my friends now, they have no idea what I do. They're like, you make money off the internet. Like, how do you <laughs> do that? <laughs> you know, right. like, no, just I- have no, no clue. And so, especially back then. And so, um, and you know, I got to the point where I was thinking like, God, it would be kind of cool to do the coaching. You know, I was like really like debating about it, but then eventually I just like slammed it down and just like went into the chiropractic and just kind of shut down the coaching. And so like kind of fast forward five more years and that's when my son, you know, he's older and now he's like wanting to do more stuff and I'm totally struggling with, uh, you know, that type of business. Cause you have to be, you have to be in the building to make money. You know what I'm saying? Like right. I have to physically like be treating people. And so my mind was always in like, how am I going to treat these people better? And, it, you know, I was just struggling as a parent. And so kind of things, different things happened. And I ended up uh, getting hired by a different company, like a, a large corporation. And I thought, wow, this is the answer. Like, this is the answer to my dreams. You know, like I can just go work at this company make a lot of money and then I could leave and not even think about work, you know, and I was like, <laughs> this is it. Like, you know, this is great. And it's funny how life works because I started thinking, you know, I'm not growing, you know, cause I had like different run groups and different things I was involved in and I couldn't do it because I was working at this job. And uh, I was like, God, I'm, I'm just like, I'm just here. I'm just like, did you get bored? Yeah. It was like, I I was bored. Um, It's hard to describe, but I, like, I just felt like I wasn't expanding. I wasn't learning anything. I I literally thought this is too easy. Like this is just way too easy. And like I said, like, it's funny how things work because not a week after I started thinking that I got a message saying like, you know, Oh, all the doctors have to meet for this meeting and blah, blah, blah. And I knew, I'm like, okay, my time is up here. Like, you know, I just knew, you know. Is that a feeling? <laughs> yeah. All the other doctors are like, oh, they're going to teach us some new methods and blah, blah. I'm like, no. <laughs> so they ended up like they changed our bonus structure 
so it like completely like wiped out my bonus, which was like the main reason to be there. And so it kind of put me in a spot where I had to like think, you know, I'm like, okay. Yeah. And I was fortunate because they gave us three months before the actual change occurred. But it's funny how like your mindset changes because for those three months, I hated going to work. Like I hated it, you know, you know, it just kind of felt like betrayed and, you know, right. I felt like I kind of gave up stuff to, you know, help them out. And I thought I was kicking butt. And so, um, you know, I just kind of like went into like thinking and praying and all this stuff. And so that's when I decided that it's time for me to get back into coaching. And so now, you know, what I've created, I guess, in my life, you know, I still do the chiropractic a couple days a week. Um, but then I've been nonstop coaching for the past couple of years. I have my son full-time now, whereas before it, uh, it was part-time. Amazing. And so, yeah. So like I'm able to pick him up from school three days a week, which is right now, like the highlight of my week is picking him up because, you know, he's in fourth grade and he'll see me from the distance and you can just see he gets excited and he, he runs. Oh my goodness. And there's like nothing better than that. You know, oh, it's I like, see. it's like the best thing in the world. So I want to soak that up as much as I possibly can. And so now I'm doing like my podcast, um, rise up radio. And with that, like I, I get to talk to inspiring people who have, you know, just amazing stories and messages. I'm doing my OCR racing, um, my heavy metal band and, you know, I, I just feel like I'm, I'm in this constant state of self-improvement. And like I said, like, I want, I just want to help others, um, you know, whoever wants to join me. And I'm just so thankful and just in kind of love with life. I love that. So Lucky. going back to, I love touching on stuff like this to bring awareness. So you were saying like you were in this job, you went to school. How long did you go to school for? Uh, it is, it's different now for chiropractors. So back when I went, um, I did three years of prereqs. And so before I actually graduated from college and got a degree, I was accepted into the chiropractic program, which now you need a degree. And so from there, um, it's like six years condensed into about three and a half. And so you're taking about, you know, 20 to 35 credit hours a trimester. Wow. Okay. So you did six years of school. Is that, did I hear that correctly? Yeah. It's it's like six and a half. Okay, so you but did- technically, like credit-wise, it's ten years. Oh my goodness! Wow, so packed yeah. into that. Yeah. Okay, so you kind of like a meat that. grinder. Well, the thing is, is you were self-improving in that time because you were learning. You're in student mode, right? Go, go, right. go. Oh, totally. I was in student mode and party mode oh. because <laughs> well, you have to, you have to balance. And no. it's funny because I think, well, freshman year, okay. Quick story here. Freshman year, I get um, okay. So I'm not a total nerd, but like I had like a, a 3.8 or something like that, which for me, kind of nerd, was pretty awesome. Like that was incredible. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, and I was drinking. I, I never drank in high school. I, I was like drinking, and I was like just I was doing my thing. Second try, I was like, I'm gonna quit drinking. I'm just gonna study. And I got like a, I think it was like a two, seven, something like that. It was like around a three. I was like, that's it. I'm going back to drinking. <laughs> back to drink. 
<laughs> and I then I got like a, a three nine again that that third try. I was like, okay, well, I, I found my pattern. <laughs> found my balance. Well, you know, that's funny because so what I was saying is like we learn in college or in our society is like go to college and then you'll go to this job and you'll be happy. Right? Yeah. Right. And you found yourself bored. And to me personally, when I'm bored, I get depressed or I get anxious. I start wandering. My thoughts start going to like not healthy places. Um, right. So it's important to always continually grow. And I think growth and mind growth and growth in every aspect that you can grow is ultimate fulfillment because like you don't get that feeling from anything else. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's like the root of happiness too. Oh, I do too. If people are searching for happiness, like it's hard just to like, I think happiness is more of a byproduct of things. If you're look, if you're searching for happiness, you're going to end up typically with sadness. Right. Totally. Well, and then I was listening to a podcast the other day with Brenda Bouchard and they, uh, Tom Billy was asking him like, if you could give anybody advice that is like depressed, anxious, or is suicidal, like what would your advice be? And he said, first off, you know, go to a therapist because that's where you need right. to go. But a good therapist is going to tell you to create momentum around something in your life. And that's how you'll grasp, grasp happiness. And that would be my advice is to somehow form momentum. And I just keep thinking about that is like this last couple of years for me has been crazy. And it's really just grasping the idea of just keep growing. Like stuff's going to happen. Stuff's going to fail. Like right. some stuff's going to be terrible. Um, but if you just keep that momentum going, you will find fulfillment and happiness. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think the big thing is like finding, finding those things that you love. Oh yeah. So like experimenting, right? Like experimenting with what a lot of my audience is moms and a lot of them are stay at home moms. Um, right. and, I suffered with this after my first daughter is I kind of lost myself um, right. and weight during pregnancy. I had a tore abdomen, so I couldn't work out my entire pregnancy. She just kept growing and the abdomen just kept tearing more and more. Do you um, still a reminder of that? Cause I would. <laughs> so during my pregnancy, I didn't get to work out very much. And so after she was born, I was hit with this like, what happened to me? Like, I don't even know who I am. And then she was colicky and I, it was just a big mess after my daughter was born and I lost myself. Um, it was very negative, very like, I was very destructive with myself and I didn't understand the process of continually to grow. So I would start something and I would stop. I would start something and I would stop and I'd start something and stop. And it was just this negative circle of like, Hate, 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 self, hate, self, hate, self, hate. Oh, yeah. And then you hate yourself for like not achieving. And right. you just think everyone in the world is like working against you. And right. And you know what's funny is I was working out six days a week um, and I was dieting, but my body wasn't responding. And it was so weird because I used to do fitness competitions and I used to do personal training and I was like super into fitness. Oh, so you're hardcore. Used to be. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. Um, and so it was this whole new territory after my daughter was born and I had so much self-hate. I was stressing my body out and my body wouldn't respond to exercise. It wouldn't respond to dieting. It was just in this constant state of like high estrogen. I was right. my cortisol 24 seven by literally my negative toxic thoughts to myself. Um, yeah. I used to treat a ton of bodybuilders 
And you would see that, like you would see that process, you know, they would go from, you know, whatever they were into this terrible diet, by the way, you know, just rough, rough. And then you'd see them like, especially like the, the month prior to their show, just a totally different person. It is hard to talk to them. You know, if they came in with their boyfriend or girlfriend, like they're just fighting. Active, right. And then they would do the show and it's almost like they would peak at the show. And then if they kind of quit, you know, cause there's usually like a time where you just kind of like, yeah, you just need a break. Yeah. And then they start losing different things that they had, you know, physically, and you can just see their mental makeup just go downhill. It's so sad to wrap your, and I, I'm so guilty of it. I used to wrap my self-worth up in how I look. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's so bad about that. At least the environment that I was in and kind of bodybuilding can put you in that environment. Cause like all you're focused on is how you look, how you look, how you look, how you look. Well, yeah. And then you have like all the people that you meet, like they're all focusing on that too. Right. And it's just becomes this circle, you know, this, I'm this big on circle. environment too. And it took a lot of awareness to get to a point of like, okay, some environments are really toxic for me. And one, right. of, one of them ended up being my family, um, my dad's side of the family. Um, and I had to remove myself literally from the family and kind of do my own thing with my kids and my husband. And it was just this new territory. Oh yeah. But, I'm, I'm sure your life just like skyrocketed after oh, that. Like totally. just like the weight. Oh yeah. It literally like weight just falls off. Um, I know you're big on manifestation and stuff like that. Can you touch more on that? Cause that's kind of like your thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so what I've done is I've kind of taken like two of the things that I love and it's, you know, science and spirituality. And I created this balanced equation and basically it's like how you can translate your purpose into your reality. And it's like the key to manifesting an amazing life. And so if you think of the equation as like a chemical equation, so you have on the left side, you've got the reactants and you kind of mix them up. And then on the right side, you have your products. Okay. And so uh, like, it can be kind of hard to visualize it, but so I'll try to do the best. Yeah. Go all in. <laughs> and so what you have on the left is your reactants. You have your truth plus your brain plus your big bang, all multiplied by factor of X. Okay. And so that's going to equal gratitude and self-love. And so just to repeat that, I got your truth plus your brain plus your big bang, all multiplied by factor of X equals gratitude and self-love. And so what I always tell people is the most, like the most most important part of the equation is that X factor on the reactant side. Because the X factor, the unknown variable in this equation is you. And so, you know, you're the one with the power to, uh, you know, express this equation at the highest level. And so for me, like I get excited when I get to teach this to people because I can, you know, I've seen where I can like radically change people's lives. I love that so much. I, you know, I've never heard it like that because like that's your own branding and what you've built yourself. I love that so much. So this last couple of years for me has totally been about learning about self-love and gratitude and abundance. And it's just a different frequency, right? 
Right. A totally different. I've never been around anyone that practiced gratitude or practiced abundance around any lifestyle and being present with your kids and everyone you're with holding a conversation. Yeah. Uh, it's just something I'd never experienced the last couple of years. So I'm so passionate to share stuff like that. And I love what you've put together. How, how did you go about putting that together? Cause I'm sure it was a life experience, right? Or life. Experience. It was like a bunch of life experiences really, right. you know? And it was, uh, I don't know, like the past year or so I've been, trying to figure out ways, you know, like I said, like like ways to help people. And I'm trying to draw upon, you know, what I'm reading, what I'm consuming, you know, just kind of what I'm learning. And then what, what I've done myself, you know, cause that's where you get the biggest, um, you know, you can tell your story, you know, just being able to tell your story, you get excited and you, you know, that's where you really kind of start to build momentum on things. But, um, and then, you know, just mixing that with what I've learned in talking to like the high level, you know, call them high level, whatever, you know, people who have accomplished things in their life and like noticing patterns. And, you know, what I wanted to do was put it into this cool package and somehow put it into like science and and spirituality and kind of mix it all up together. And, you know, this is kind of what I, what I came up with. I love that. So we're actually changing our branding around and I'll be launching kind of similar to you, which is so cool. Cause we kind of have the same message. Um, my thing is going to be called ignited all for ambitious moms. Um, and it's, we've built out the four pillars or the four pillars to fulfillment. And so for me, it was learning how I got to where I was because I don't know if you read my story, if anyone listening to this read my story, um, at this last year, part of my brain had been blocked off and part of my memory had been suppressed since I was three years old. Um, and through meditation this year, I got that memory back. And that memory was, um, that I was sexually molested by my father. And I had that suppressed for 23 years of my life. And so I know I'm not the only one that has anything suppressed in their brain that really needs to come out so you can live your best life. Because you can't live in a suppressed scarcity state. And that's a state I lived my entire life because that was like what I was known to live. Like that's what I was conditioned to live because I was living with my dad my entire life after that happened. Um, And then he ended up overdosing on my 16th birthday. And right before he died, he basically blamed me. He told me I was way too much responsibility and that I would be better off with his money than being here. Um, And so there was a really big process that I had to go through through that. Um, even now I'm 26 years old and I'm still going through the process of getting all the memories out and like learning my truth. Um, but comes that comes people that don't want to hear my truth. You know what I mean? Because it's hard to hear stuff like that. Um, but I had to figure out a way to turn that, that deepness into something to serve others. And I think serving others can bring ultimate fulfillment And I know you were saying like you kind of got bored at your job. And I think it was maybe because you weren't serving them at the level that you know you could have. Right. 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 So interesting. So go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, So now I'm building out exactly what fulfillment looks like to me so I can teach others because I think I'm a good testament of like you can come from some really effed up stuff. 
um, some really bad toxic energy and kind of take that and use that as a stepping stone of learning instead of looking at it as I'm a victim um, and saying, I'm not a victim of this and I'm not going to be a repeat of this, but I'm going to be a victor and I'm going to use this as a teaching lesson. And so through that, I created the uh, the foundational four to fulfillment. To me, that was, um, there is pursuit. So pursuit in your dreams and goals and then play, having a playful heart with your kids, with your husband, your wife, your spouse, and a playful relationship with yourself. Because I think even as us ambitious entrepreneurs, we get so focused on um, work, 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 work. You know what I mean? Right. Um, it's, it's good to have that playful side of you. And you said you're in a rock band. So I'm sure that's kind of your playful side. Yeah, definitely. And you're, you said you do like Ironman and stuff like that too, right? I used, I've done an Ironman. That was just kind of a grip it and rip it and see if I can do it. <laughs> but I do um, OCR races. So it's called obstacle course races. Cool. So it's kind of like Spartan type stuff. Okay. So I do the short races where it's like three to five miles and then you know 20 obstacles. Would you say that's a part of your play, like within you? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I love that. So we have the the pursuit, we have play, we have um, spiritual, which you're super into spiritual. So tuning into your spiritual side, whether that be connecting to the universe or connecting to God or whatever you believe right. in, I feel like we all need to know that there's a higher purpose. Um, and however you connect to that, that's totally up to you. Uh, but I feel like that is a huge part of fulfillment. And I grew up in a very like, Christian uh, home where it was pushed on us and I didn't really understand why, like it wasn't my belief. Like I didn't understand church. <laughs> like it was go to church, go to church, go to church, go to right, church. Right. But also I was in a, a household where we didn't live by the word at home. It was good. Yeah. And we're these good people. But when we come home, we're complete opposite. And Give the presentation. Right. So I think that's where the disconnect was. And I'm trying to learn that as a parent, like, these kids don't learn by what we tell them. They learn by what we show them. And right. so I think there was a huge disconnect with me growing up is because like I was always told to do something, but they weren't the example of the doing. And yeah. So I'm learning that through spirituality is like, there has to be a higher purpose and there has to be like a reason why. And so it's tuning into that. I think that's a huge part of fulfillment. And then the last one is strength and strength in your mindset, strength in your discipline within yourself. I think me, for me, at least, uh, self-love is discipline, like keeping the promises to yourself that you said you're going to do. That way you have that trust with yourself and then strength within like um, health and fitness is really important for me. As far as like if I want to do something in anything in life, like my health and fitness needs to be like on track. I feel like if you want to do something and I know you can definitely resonate with this, if you want to do something, the easiest, quickest way to do it is to get your health on track and to get your fitness on track. Right. Because it just kind of puts you in like a different like vibration, I would say. Yeah. And there's like a confidence too when you start because with the physical part, you can you can see it. Yeah. It's like tangible. Yes. And so once you start building momentum physically, that can spill over to different parts of your life. That is so true. Very quickly. I love that. Um, You may know more on this, but for me, I love working out for the mental aspect and the, like the endorphin rush you get after that and the chemical release. Do you right. have like touch on like what it actually does? Cause I know you're very scientifical. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's what it is. It's just, you know, the release of endorphins. And so, um, 
I typically, you know, the first time I actually like felt that was running and I didn't start running until I, you know, later in life. And so when I was a little bit older and it, and actually it came at a point where um, it was another point where I was actually working for someone at that point. Um, I started running because I just hated my job and I hated the You're situation kidding. that I was in. And I lived like right by this lake, Tempe Town Lake. Um, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to run around it. You know, just whatever. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> just see like a different idea back then. And, and that's exactly what happened. You know, it's just starts releasing endorphins and you start feeling good. And you, uh, your brain, your brain automatically plans things for you. You know, it's a, I always say like your brain is like the, well, one, it's like the most amazing thing created in this universe is Great. the human brain. Great. You know, like I thought about this. I'm like, what could be better, you know, better than the human brain? There, there's nothing, I agree. you know? And so like just to be able to use that brain and, and the brain subconsciously will direct you towards things that you want, whether you know it or not. Yeah. You know, like I said, like it's a purpose finding organ. And so when you start running and you start releasing these endorphins, like it starts like kind of right. flashing and, and starts working and, you know, starts thinking and, and it starts using, using your vision. And at that point you start kind of working towards what, what you love. Love that. It kind of opens, Even though, up, it opens oh, go ahead. up. It opens up a part of you that you've never known before. Right. Right. Yeah. And for some people it's scary. And so like it kind of gets into the first part of my equation is find your truth. And so most people like don't really know what that means. And so what I always start with people is um, like one of the biggest questions I get, especially now, cause we're recording this on the 31st on New Year's Eve yes. is, you know, what's, what should my purpose be? You know, like what's right. my purpose? And I'm like, I'm like, I don't know. Right. You know? Answer that for them. Yeah. How am I supposed to know? And what I tell them is I'm like, okay, let's start with this. Like, I have no idea what your purpose is, but I know that it's already inside of you. Yes. And you're living your purpose. And, you know, to some people, that's really good. They're like, oh, awesome. To other people, it's like the worst news in the world. <laughs> you know? And when I say it, I just kind of watch people, you know, just to see how they react. And, you know, for some people, I just hope it's like the kick in the butt that they need to like really start living their own life. I love that. And so the best way to explain this and how I explain it. And, you know, like you said, like you can use God, you can use the universe, whatever I use God, use whatever you want. Um, but God has put inside each of us like a special, genius a special skill set yeah um special interests um values purpose you know basically what i call your truth and you know the truth is actually biblical too you know people ask that in the bible but it's it's a self-expression of god that's inside of you and it's your true purpose is an honest expression of that truth and so when you're living in line with your truth and not someone else's, that's when you're enlightened. And that's when 
um, the enlightened part comes out of you. And so another thing that I always tell people is like, there's this angelic part in all of us and you know, it's in you, it's in me, you know, for some people, we just have to look a little bit deeper to find it, but everyone has that. And, and an angel is a messenger of light. And so when you're using your God given purpose, your talents, your skills, your genius, that's when you're enlightened. And when you've tapped into that angelic part of you, that's when you light up and it shines on the world. And so like I've seen people when they first start assessing themselves and they allow themselves to be themselves. And then when they are themselves, that's when they finally love themselves. And that's really what truth boils down to is it's love. And it's when you have your ability to, you know, find love inside of you and you're able to share it when, with the world like when you figure that out, what, what your truth is and what you really want and, you know, what's important, that's a powerful state to be in. I agree. And then that's when you can fill your day with, you know, the things that inspire you and, you know, your light is going to shine the brightest. And that's when your life grows, your self-worth grows, your, your achievements grow, uh, leadership, you know, gratitude, self-love, that last part of the equation just so many things kind of come together. And so all you have to do is like, you really need to take a look inside of you. And cause most people are kind of living on what other people think. I love you know, cause, that. Cause you know, cause maybe like you said, like, like maybe you want to serve or you want to give or grow. And you know, that's a lot of like Tony Robbins stuff is those three things. But I honestly think that that's like, everyone has that inside of them. I agree. So, okay. I heard you talking about if you don't know where you're going, your other people's ideas are going to stick to you and that's what you'll become. Right. Right. I heard you say at one point, I think I was listening to one of your podcasts and that's interesting that like, if we aren't intentional with our thoughts and where we're going, a lot of times we'll walk around without even a thought and we're just letting other people's opinions dictate how we're going to live. Right. Which I've been guilty of that hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. I think we all have so, at some point. I love your process of like, you know, getting down to your truth. I like doing this process with my girls is <clears throat> being truthful with yourself is going to be the hardest process that you're ever going to do a self-assessment. You say you do self-assessment. It oh, is yeah. the hardest, but is the best thing that you can do. And so what I like to do is I like to tell them is let's look at where you are right now. It just be a hundred percent honest, no judgment. Cause I think a lot of us, can judge ourselves if we are just going to look at where we are. So I think we avoid that. We avoid looking in the dark and saying, okay, this is where I am. Right. Rather avoid it. I'm in debt. I'm overweight. I'm this I'm that we'd rather just not look at it. And so it's important to have the awareness of like where you're at and then where do you want to go? And then we fill in the gap of like, okay, this is where you're at. And we're going to remind you very consistently that you are right here, but you can be here. And so it's just finding the process in that space of not backtracking because I think a lot of us will start something and it'll fail and we don't take that failure as a learning experience. We learn it. We do it as like a self-sabotage type of. And see, I think that's um, a product of not doing what you actually love to do. Yes. Because if you find something that you love to do, you will have energy for it and you will, you will bear any cross. Like you will, the world will knock you down 
you'll get punched in the gut and you'll ask for more because that's your thing. Like if you're going through and you're just, you fail, you know, something bad happens and then you quit. Well, that just wasn't your thing. Right. You know, if you need someone to tell you or to remind you of something that you feel is important, it's just not important to you. Yeah. You know, it's like, uh, like a great example for this would be finances. Yeah. You know, people are like, Oh, well I want, I want this and this and this, and I want that. And then it'll be like, okay, well, what, what are you doing with your money? It looks like you're just buying clothes and cars and all this stuff, all this stuff that depreciates, but yet you want to be here. You want to have all this stuff. You haven't bought any assets, right? You haven't all this fun stuff. stuff. Right. Yeah. Do you, do you teach to uh, like a mindset of investing in yourself? I think that's huge. No, not really. Like I haven't gotten that, that into investing, but I know that that's uh, a big sticking point for, for a lot of people. And so what, like what they have to do is they have to figure out what, you know, I think like the biggest thing that you can find is your truth. And so if you can correlate, like if you can find your truth, the things that, that you love, you know, the things that you value, and if you're able to somehow link saving money to one of your top truths, that's when you're going to do it. Oh, I agree. I, until you figure that out, I love you're that. just, you're just not going to do it. Like you go in a circle, right? And I always, I always think back to that. Cause that's how I used to be. I'd be in a circle of like, I don't know where I'm going, but I just keep getting stuck in this place of like, I don't know. Like what is right. it? Right. Yeah. So just keep learning the, or you keep being taught the same lessons. Right. And I'm not learning. But anything. you're not learning. Yeah. <laughs> right. um, yeah. Funny how the universe works. Definitely. I love your message so much. I feel like we're very like. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so do you want to tell our audience where they can find you at? Cause I'm sure they're like, okay, where can I find more of this guy? Where can we find you? Yeah, I'm uh, I guess on Instagram is probably my best one, which is kind of funny story because like we met on Facebook. like some Facebook groups or something. Yeah. And then we started chatting. <laughs> we start chatting and I'm like, Oh yeah, I've got like a decent size Instagram group, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, and then uh, we connected on Instagram and I have like, I think 8,000 followers, which to me, I was like, oh, wow, that's a, that's a lot. And you have like 108,000. <laughs> I just started laughing. I was like, oh my God, why did I say I have like a decent following? That is amazing. Don't I was, play I was laughing. I think I, I pictured you like seeing my page and being like, he's got 8,000. Oh, that's so cute. No, he's got a good following. You know, part of my following growth has been experimental because I like to see the psychology of how people react to a certain number of account, because to me, it doesn't mean anything. Like I have more support, which is amazing, but like, I'm, I'm like anti-influencer influencer. I'm like, yeah, yeah, right. Like it's all about your inner circle anyways, but totally. Yeah. That number doesn't, I was, yeah, but I was laughing so hard when I saw that. <laughs> You're like, what did I say? I was like, holy crap, she's got a ton. <laughs> okay, so tell them where they can find you. They can find me 
You can be one of my 8,000 followers at... Uh, <laughs> Let's get at, on clear. <laughs> at dral.health. And that's uh, Instagram and Facebook. Um, you can find uh, my classes. I've got some online classes. I've got a free manifestation equation class where I go over the whole um, equation. Which and I- it's like it's like 90 minutes, like almost an hour and a half. Um but it's awesome. And that's at dr-l.net. Awesome. And then uh, I've got the Rise Up Radio podcast. And um, <laughs> my band is uh, at Kept Alive Band. <laughs> if you're into heavy metal, if any of these moms are into heavy metal, you can find me at Kept Alive Band. <laughs> okay, guys, that concludes this week's episode. As always, thank you so much for listening in. If this is your first time listening, you can also find me over on Instagram at The Bassett Way. I would love if you shared any of the podcasts, if you get any value from them. And as always, thank you so much for joining in.